Welcome to the Nailed It Wall. Ah! Welcome to episode two of the Nailed It Wall. This week, we're going to talk about what we've been up to this summer break. We're also going to reflect on the past school year, and we're going to talk about what we're most excited about for the upcoming school year. We're also going to talk about all the coolest things we saw at this year's ISTE conference, as well as the upcoming CSTA conference in Phoenix. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. Welcome to episode two of The Nailed It Wall. I'm Mr. Lane, the STEM guy. And I'm Mrs. Schofield. Now, when we started summer, we set out a goal, and our number one goal is to get our podcast published, get it going, get everything situated, and we have officially arrived. That's For the right. past four years, like we've gone back and forth, we're like, we want to start a podcast about all the things that we love to do, all the things we love to do in the classroom, all the places we've gone, all the people we've met, and now... It was the greatest feeling this past week when uh, we went through this process and I pulled up our podcast on Spotify. That was amazing. And to see, to find um, a place to host it, you know, we were so excited to find Transistor and that's been so amazing, very user friendly. And then that's allowed us to take our dream and put it up on these platforms like Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Google Podcasts. Stitcher. Stitcher, yeah. Um, But just to be able to take something that's like, you know, a dream and, you know, put it up like that and share that passion is incredible. It's an incredible feeling. It really is. I mean, we've talked the talk and now we're finally walking the walk and I I could not be more proud. I mean, just listening to the first podcast, it was was the greatest feeling. I know I said um a lot. You you sounded a little uh, muffled. Um, We're we're, we're working on those things. So we're glad you're joining us on episode two, whatever your, your podcast platform is. But just seeing our podcast on iTunes was the greatest moment because that's what we've always wanted. We're like, we want to get on on iTunes, have our podcast there, and a click of a button, have this beyond whatever device you're listening on. And uh, I could not be more proud about like where we're going to embark, you know, where we started, how we're going to grow from this. Um, but so I just want to thank you for being our loyal followers, our loyal listeners, and uh, joining us on the Nailed It Wall podcast journey. Now, we are the Nailed It Wall. Uh, we haven't been together the last couple of weeks. You, you've been away. Tell us what's been going on in your world the last couple of weeks. Well, I jumped right into summer. Um, my sister had a baby, so it was very exciting. Congratulations. Thank you. And that is such a treat to be a teacher, to have those times where you can really um, have a chunk of time to spend with family in that way. So it was amazing. And so we also made a summer bucket list to kind of maximize summer because I feel like as teachers, we're pretty exhausted when summer gets here. And it wouldn't be hard to spend a lot of that just chilling on the couch every day. <laughs> um, but trying to avoid that and really build into your the, your kids during that time and then just go out and explore. And it's been such a great way to recharge. And it's, I just love summer. Now, what are some of the things on your summer bucket list? Um, we did things that were, you know, a variety of – the kayaking was huge. Um, kayaking was huge. I, I need to be, like – doing that every week and this is your first time kayaking yeah first time kayaking i did not flip i actually had my iphone out (laughs) above above my kayak i took the uh i was super nervous about that but it was amazing um things like that where you're just out and doing the farmers markets and 
don't even know. We had so, I mean, we had so many different things. And just making things in the kitchen, taking that time to like, you know, do things that are not super expensive. But lots of movies. There's been a lot of summer movies. It's a great summer for movies. I'm with you there. And I cannot agree with you about just kind of unplugging, kind of recharging that battery if you get ready get ready for the next school year, but also having that bucket list. Uh, as teachers, we're always setting goals and yeah. we want to check things off and cross things off. Uh, my family were the same way uh, in terms of that. Now, what, what's been the one thing, what's been your epic failure of the summer so far? Mm. I remember you talked about like uh, adjusting to uh, a four-year-old mentality. Well, biggest failure. Um, I would say, I don't know. I mean, it, I don't know. Do I have a summer failure? Do you know of one that I don't, I don't know? know. Of? You said you said you had to recharge and rethink about how you're gonna how well, are you gonna like. You mean from last year? No, just the summer. Like you know, like has there been anything that you've missed the mark on? Well, sure. There's things. For instance, one of the things on there was to try new recipes. Some of those went pretty badly. Nice. Um, that's okay though. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whole summer to to perfect that. And one of them was a, a certain kind of dessert called macarons, and that's been fun. I'm going ice skating tomorrow. Hopefully, that is not a failure because I will be sad if I, you know, fall and like break a hip or something. But those kinds of things are just, you know, it doesn't even matter. Oh, hiking. That was actually a huge epic fail. Um, I'm really bad with directions, and so I was relying on my mom to kind of navigate. And basically, we took a hike through Malibu, but it was basically through people's campsites because she couldn't <laughs> find the trail. <laughs> so it didn't matter. So, so it runs with the family. Yeah. Like, yes. it apparently, runs with the family. Yeah. And both of us are. We we will get lost with Google Maps leading the way. So that's uh, something that we pride ourselves on. Any conference we're going to, anywhere we need to be, if there's directions involved, you can count on us uh, getting lost. Um, I have to say, like, uh, you know, we're always, you know, like kind of embracing those those failure moments, those things that we grow from. But, you know, kind of uh, I remember like uh, you talked about like technology is such a big part of our lives. Like we were like um, indexing all the computers in the classroom. And for some reason, I was like I was yelling the numbers to you. And um, I was like I was like six, seven, eight, three. And all of a sudden I heard a voice on my watch and it was nine one one. Like I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I felt so awful. I thought they were going to send somebody out here. And then my watch somehow, as I was reading these numbers off to you, uh, contacted nine one one. So that was definitely, uh, my, my, my nailed it moment in a, in a bad way, uh, to kick off the summer there. Um, but I feel like I've just been like nailing the family time. Like as my good friend Nelson Chavez said, you can't put a price tag on your time. And I'm always that, that grumpy old guy on the, the porch preaching that to my kids. Like, do you understand how lucky you are? We get to do this and this and this uh, because we are teachers and, and you enjoy that. And uh, something that, you know, we really need. Uh, to recharge that battery. You should talk about your friendship bracelets. Oh, friendship bracelet. Yes, <laughs> I, went, I went all in on the friendship bracelets. I'm, I'm, I'm not one to uh, toot my own horn, but I, I will do it from time to time. As a kid, I, I was like the master friendship bracelet. I mean, I would I would create the most amazing braids, weaves. Like I'd be selling them. I had a nice little hustle side gig. I was basically Jay Z of the uh, nice. the friendship bracelet yes. game. 
and I sat down. I was like, all right, we're going to bust this out. I had my kids there. Uh, again, my kids. Oh, we, we haven't talked about our kids. Like, uh, I have a, a daughter who's a dancer going into third grade, loves dance, loves basketball, just loves life, loves to smile. And I have a son who's going to first grade, plays lots of sports, loves video games, loves technology. Uh, tell us about your kiddos. We haven't talked about our kiddos. All right. I have a daughter as well, and she is going into her second year in high school. She will be driving, which she reminds me pretty much every other day, um, way too soon. <laughs> and, um, and then I have a son who is going into seventh grade who is... Yeah, he just he's a lover of technology definitely um i don't know coding and legos huge on legos acting yeah acting like he's very much an in actor the band yeah he plays the tuba which is <laughs> it's a special it's a special instrument and um and actually he's getting back into boy scouts so he's off at camp right now so wow. active kiddos all right so yeah those are our kids we're going to talk about them uh we're looking forward to having them on the the nailed it wall here soon but yeah back to my friendship bracelet so i sat down i watched this youtube tutorial uh i chose this one that was way too hard even for me over my head I lost my kids within five minutes and I was like I had to rethink about like this whole this whole thing and then I came back and I was like all right I'm gonna do this and I found this one uh, with my daughter where you take like seven strings and a cardboard thing and you just move it like three places and we probably spent a good three to four hours of our weekend just doing this like in the car she had it so it uh, came out pretty epic she's still rocking around her ankle so uh, and I've tried out a couple of new styles you're actually rocking one on your wrist right now That's right, my chevron what's one. Uh, the chevron yeah it's the chevron now the thing that I like about your friendship bracelet story though is she's not just wearing the one that was the fixed one she wears both of them yes. she thinks they're both so awesome yes, which is yes, so that's the beauty of the failure thing yeah so that's uh that was uh the start of our summer there um so in a nutshell those are those are kids those are kind of our our nailed it failed it uh things that we we look to grow on and if you need a friendship bracelet uh hit us up in the merch store there my uh, daughter's better at it <laughs> <laughs> now, now, ISTE, what, what are some of the things that you saw uh, from this past year's ISTE? Well, starting off, like, you know, with the start of this year's ISTE, got me excited. We've never attended an ISTE conference, but uh, next year it's going to be in Anaheim, right in your backyard, right. Um, representing the LBC. Um, so, again, I'm saying I'm a lot, so I apologize. But as I saw at the beginning of ISTE, got me excited just because that's where we're going to be next year. Totally. ISTE is such a great thing for us because we sometimes feel like we're searching constantly for new ideas. And so you have this area where all of these great minds are all coming together in one space and they're just you know blowing the roof off the place, which is awesome. I think for me, when we've talked about this, I think the big takeaway that seems to be the thing this year is AR. That seems like it's been um, the thing that's going to kind of be the, and that's not new in education, but it's just the next platform for it. So what were some of the things that you saw from that? Yeah, totally. I think like the AR, like, you know, like a lot of people get kind of overwhelmed when you talk about like AR and VR in education. And I wish to talk about AR is augmented reality and VR is virtual reality. And even now with Flipgrid, you know, Flipgrid yeah. is like in our Google classes that we teach the district, we encourage everyone to to give students voice with Flipgrid. 
Uh, if you haven't checked it out, make sure you check it out. It's a free, a free uh, device on Chromebooks and iPads. Um, but even the fact that they've understood like what you can do with the AR uh, at that level, you're going to yeah. have kids in kindergarten using AR um, and VR. I mean, yeah, so the merge cubes. It's merge like cubes the merge huge. cubes are amazing. The co-spaces, like kind of what they do with all that stuff. Just it gets you excited because we just got a, a, a set of 30 merge cubes this past year. And I know that we're going to do some pretty awesome things. But the apps now, like the apps that are available, I mean, we saw that one app. Do you remember what that app was called that you said, like, you don't even think your iPads are updated for that? Is that the Google Lens? Yeah, I think it was the Google Lens. Um, But, yeah, so the big thing I saw, so, like, you know, we've been talking about, like, really hitting the the AR and VR big. And I feel like this is our year where we're going to try this, this, and that um, with that um, for me. Um, I have a vision of like having three different um, three different spaces for like green screens in my classroom. That's the other huge. Um, whether it be like on a small scale or a large scale, and what people are doing is amazing. Like with green screens and this new feature on um, on iMovies, yeah. just amazing. Like what you can do with it. I've been playing around with uh, my Legos uh, and kind of bringing bringing things to life. I've had some failures with the green screen, but it is it is pretty awesome um, in terms of like the creativity that schools are giving students through green screen. Well, and I think that when we were talking about ISTE, we were wondering what were going to be the big things, what's going to be new and up and coming kind of like on the same level as when Spheros came out and things like that. But it's not so much that it's new technology, it's that you're mixing it differently and blending things together and using things in a new way, which I think will be awesome for us as educators, but then also to be able to show students how things work together. So you have green screen technology within your um, the iMovies, so you're mixing those kinds of things. And then same even with the um, the Flipgrid, you know, that's like a video production, and then you're incorporating the AR into that. So it's cool to see them kind of doing that. And I think there's something with Adobe Spark maybe that has an AR thing that was just introduced at SD2. So that just seems to be the thing that is the big push, which is super cool. Because you already have those technologies in general, and a lot of them are free. Yeah. And I think the thing, too, is just, like, that excitement. Like, you know, you're in the middle of your summer. You're kind of seeing, like, I saw one number. There's 10,000 educators in Philadelphia. Maybe there's as high as 25,000 educators. And you see, like, all this excitement, all this energy, like, all these people that you follow on Twitter, you read about, uh, you listen to, you learn from. And uh, that was, like, kind of the thing for me. I was like, oh, i got to try this out. Like, I did the lightsabers with my kid. I saw Paul Hamilton, like, doing this awesome thing uh, with a lightsaber. And my son, kudos to him, had oral surgery. And then three hours later, walks out with a green lightsaber. I'm like, hey, I'm going to take a video. And him and my daughter just went at it in this epic Star Wars battle. But it just looks so cool, like, what you could do, like, with this lightsaber to make it look like an actual... Um, an actual lightsaber like in the battle like with a touch of a finger on green screen and eye moving yeah i think the cool thing is too is for us to be able to have that time as teachers like yeah we're doing these things and we're playing around but it's a way to like interact with these technologies before we roll them out to kids and then think like okay this is fun so kids are going to like it but then how do you like incorporate that into something that they may actually learn but it's learning because they're going to enjoy it and it's giving them a digital literacy 
that you know may be transferable as they kind of progress in their movie making and editing and all of that that's huge to be able to do with students yeah totally and like that's the thing too is that you know we need to learn how we have to feel comfortable like as educators with technology and like how we could use this in our classroom and i've already come up with about two months of units that mm-hmm. have stretched my year into next year's summer things that students can do with these things and I, I could not be more excited about it. And we were talking the other day too, it was like, we're kind of coming up on our one year anniversary of Twitter. We, we started at the beginning of this school mm-hmm. year and we've just learned so much from so, so much. many amazing people. And I could not imagine like all these things happening and me having no clue of how people were incorporating this tech, even just learning the green screen feature. Like I made a mistake. I did a portrait in a landscape video and it kind of came out messed up with the, the sides there. And I was like trying to put this thing together. And I just reached out to this guy who's doing all these awesome things. You loved him. He did the arm. Um, through this, the TV screen oh, and yeah. picked up the soda. And and within an hour, he responded to me like, oh, we just flipped the screen here, and then I fixed that video. And it's just, that's like the, um, the professional learning network that Twitter has, and, you know, it just made me so, so, so much of a better educator totally. uh, for it. Totally. And then just the, it, you know, we need inspiration. I just finished reading um, Educated by Design by the Tech Rabbi, which is- You love that um, book. I love this book. I mean, it's marked up all over the place. And, and also survived the sprinklers at your sister's house. Yeah, it's just, it's pretty messed <laughs> up. But that's how much I love it. Because Tech Rabbi, the, if you're listening, maybe a free copy. I mean, all of my pages are still damp, but I just persevered. And, um, but he talks so much about um, I totally lost my train of thought with that. Oh, it's something that you just said. I don't know. Go and do. All right, we'll come back second. to it. Yeah. All right. Well, um, again, we're so excited. Um, but the summers, teachers are not just summer all the time. And both of us, we pretty we summer pretty hard. <laughs> we we have our kids, and it's kind of that time that you want to give back to your kids. Uh, next week, we're going to be uh, attending the Computer Science Teachers Association uh, conference, which is like ISTE for computer science teachers. And we could not be more excited. It's in Phoenix this year. So um, I saw someone, teachers from Maine are, are flying out oh, to wow. Phoenix. They're going to be a culture shock for the heat. But it's just so awesome that this is in our backyard. And so we have this opportunity to go to that um, this year and, and kind of learn about some of the, the things that are coming up. We think about like micro bit. And like you talked about like on um, Twitter, the things that people are doing is like the hummingbird is people are taking like scratch, the like micro bits and like these robotics. So it's like they're oh, taking yeah. code and like they're making these amazing things that like, you know, they're moving, they're, they're pop-up books. They're no longer these like touch button things. It's everything's gone to like understanding like the mechanic mechanics of uh, motherboards, servo, servos. It's it's just amazing what people are doing. Well, and I think that that's cool for you because I think computer science is really partnering more and more and kind of segueing into more of an overarching uh, maker mentality. So definitely you're creating code, you're, you're, but you're combining it with other things where it's a little bit almost like the engineering part so it's taking computer science but then really just opening that up and and partnering it with creation which is super cool 
and like even with uh, we we weren't able to attend um, two weeks ago before ISTE, they had the Arizona Computer Science Week, and they had some pretty awesome things there, which look more of like computer science being embedded into the curriculum. Mm-hmm. And this is something like you know four years ago, like we talked about seeing across the board, and our school has done an amazing job yeah. of that. And you do a great job with it as well. Like I love like what you did for the Hour of Code with your kids so and uh, them. What they do in Scratch? They were they creating, created cells. Like, they were doing. Uh, oh no! They, I mean, they were doing atoms. Atoms. They yeah. were doing atoms. That's right. Biology was earlier. Um, they were creating atoms, and so for them to kind of reinforce, and it was amazing for them to understand where the parts go and trying to get the momentum because they know electrons need a circle and just all of those things, all the conversations about that and counting what would go inside and outside. It was just a really incredible thing, and it was hard, you know. Yeah. It, they, like I like things like that that are not easy you know it takes some perseverance and those are things that they have to kind of you know grit their way through which they had so much more pride in something like that and they came out amazing like some of them were they on the rings their Mm -hmm. shells like kind of going around where they kind of figure out how they could do this and this and just giving those students a chance to like tinker and play with things and help each other yeah that's the thing you know i didn't know how to do all of that stuff but then uh, somebody would say oh i already figured out how to do that and then they'd go over and help you know some with that and then that's like a snowball thing because once that child learned then they felt really excited to be the one to share which was amazing i just i loved doing that Yes, and uh, we we really have to go back and kind of look at those and like mm-hmm. you know share some of those because some of them came out awesome. Like, yeah, they really did. We talked about like Tegan's like was really good like and those are awesome. I'm getting off on a tangent there, but just saying you do a great job of incorporating um, computer science into your curriculum, which I think is going to be the big push when we go to the CSTA conference next week. Yeah, I could not be more excited because I've had a couple micro bits, but I feel like those are going to be like the next makey makeys that really like change the face of education um, in the maker mentality computer science and in the gen ed classroom as well yeah um, so that's gonna be our our next big push here in the next couple weeks um, it's kind of scary we're getting towards a month a month until school I clearly did not turn off my my watch here I just saw that the uh, the Red Sox lost to the Yankees in London again Rough. Um, but next episode I'll make sure I turn that off um, <laughs> as we go in this last month what's your what's your mindset where where are we going well I feel like I've really embraced summer and I'm gonna continue to do that but I'm starting to feel especially after reading a few books um, by really inspirational um, people in the industry of education, I'm feeling super inspired. And so I'm excited to start kind of thinking about the school year, what things I really want to have incorporated that are different, what are, where are my tweaks? And not to feel the dread of, oh, my summer's about to come to an end and I don't have to dive into work, but to kind of start tinkering with that in my mind and just get very inspired and excited about you know the school year coming up. I'm starting to really look forward to it. I have a, an awesome group of kids coming up and I just, I'm really pumped to see what I can, you know, do with them. Yeah, I could have said it better. I think we'll we'll end it on that high note. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to the Nailed It Wall, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. If you're like us and you can't get enough of the Nailed It Wall, follow us on Twitter at The Positive Proton or search Mr. Lane, the STEM guy.